The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran short, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, how does your concern affect me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servers, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for Jewish ceremonial washings, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told them, Fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, Draw some out now and take it to the head waiter. So they took it. And when the head waiter tasted the water that had become wine without knowing where it came from, although the servers who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves good wine first, and then when people have drunk freely, an inferior one. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this as the beginning of his signs at Cana in Galilee, and so revealed his glory, and his disciples began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. All right, so we've probably heard that uh, miracle story many times, the wedding feast of Cana. But I can never cease to highlight the importance of the servers. We always focus on, you know, Jesus and Mary and that whole interaction, but the servers were as much involved in the miracle as, as Jesus was or Mary was. It's like, how awesome is that, that here's this bystander, this person who thinks, I'm just here doing my job, whatever, talk, clock in, clock out. And all of a sudden they're like, wait, Lord, you want me to help you do something miraculous? That's awesome. I mean, that's so cool. Like, doesn't he want all of us to, like, be part of miracles? So that takes us back to the first reading. We have this confidence in God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Do we have this confidence still? When John wrote it, yeah, they have this confidence. And if scripture is true, that means that must still be accurate. But scripture is also organic. So it evolves and it connects us. But that doesn't mean the confidence has ever gone away. It just means that maybe we've we've lost sight of the confidence or we've failed to acknowledge like, oh yeah, I actually, I'm able to do this. Do Do we think of that? Do we think of, if I ask anything, to his will, he hears us. Probably the, the, the issue is, he hears me, but does it give me what I want? No, not always. Because those are, we, we, maybe you've heard this, like there's kind of three typical answers you get from God. Yes, no, not yet. What I also really appreciate in that first reading is people, sometimes they get um, hung up with, with sin and the distinction of venial sin and mortal sin. And in the letter makes it very clear that there is sin that is deadly and there is sin that is not deadly. So like this is our actual scriptural reference to venial types of sins, non-deadly sins, sins that still separate us from God that hurt us, and then deadly sins, mortal sins, sins that literally kill our soul. And so the, the non-deadly sins, right, like at the beginning of Mass, we acknowledge our sinfulness, we ask for forgiveness, that's, that's cleaned up, that's, that's wiped away. It's the mortal, deadly sins that have to be confessed to God through the priest in confession. And 
to recognize that, one, again, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And so at the end of this day, right, the servers, Mary, all, and they all, they want to orient themselves to God's will. We are called to do the same thing and to think how awesome it could be that the Lord would, in, would, through my orientation to his will today, invite me to be a part of someone's miracle. That, that it could be where I witness God healing this individual in their heart, their soul, their, their physicality, that I see a renewal of a relationship, that I see someone finally discover like their passion and their desire and they follow through with it. Like, let's not forget this morning, 18 men in our diocese are being ordained as permanent deacons. They have oriented their will to God. And the thing is about a permanent deacon, they got to get their wives involved in that because they're, they're mostly all married. And so like her will has to be oriented as well. God wants to do great things, but he needs us to help carry out those great things. So we ask in our prayer today, for that orientation of ourselves to him, to have to regain the confidence to be able to ask him, because um, we know he hears us, uh, to recognize that there are things that do affect that. Some of them are deadly, some of them not so deadly, but all of them affect us. Um, but most of all, God wants us to participate with him in his mission.